Good afternoon. I am from Texas. Do you know where Texas is? <laughs> I have been practicing internal medicine for the last maybe 24 years. And um, this is my third year here at Amen. But every year that I've been here, I have taken something back to my practice. And I was asked to talk to you a little bit about what I do to help my patient reverse their diseases. So most of the talk will be focused on what I'm actually doing, not on the pathophysiology of diabetes or hypertension. I'll go over some, some of that. I love medicine, obviously. However, I spent many years trying to manage symptoms and manage diseases without placing emphasis on how to get the root causes of these diseases. In order for us to significantly impact life, we must get to the root causes. And it is quite difficult, and we can only do that when we go to the cross. So at this time, before I continue, why don't we go to the cross and ask the Lord to lead us in this discussion. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this opportunity in which we can come to learn how to lead our patient to the cross and help them attain abundant life. As we discuss a little bit about chronic diseases, I pray, Lord, that you will be in our midst and help us, Lord, to go home and learn and do and change the lives of our patient. This I ask in your son's name, amen. amen. Now, you know a little bit about me. Let me see if I could know a little bit about you. Let me say all the doctors in the audience. Medical doctors, dentists. Hmm, good. Any pastors? Good. What about ministers? Okay. Missionaries. All right. So my emphasis really is to help you become medical missionaries. But let us talk first about diabetes. Diabetes is a disease in which we can help patients to reverse. You know, God wants us to have abundant life. Am I right? Why don't we read 3 John 1, 2? We all know it. Let's read it together. Beloved. I wish above all that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospereth. That is what God wants for us. And that is what we should also want for our patients. How are we going to do so? Let us look about di on diabetes. Diabetes is a significant problem here in this country. It is believed that about 30 million people in this country are diagnosed with diabetes. But another 86 million might be pre-diabetic or undiagnosed. That is a significant portion of our population. We are 300 million in this country. So about 10% or so have diabetes or are pre-diabetic. What are we doing about it? Let us look on that map. It is believed that there are certain areas in this country 
in which the incidence of diabetes is higher than the national average. Why? Those areas are called diabetes belt. And in those areas, we also have a high incidence of obesity and sedentary lifestyle. As a matter of fact, in South Texas, where I'm from, 39% of the population is overweight, 39%. And therefore, we have a very high incidence of diabetes. Maybe one in every three patients, one in every three persons really have diabetes there in South Texas. So what are we doing to reverse this? What are we doing to help these patients with diabetes? It is believed that worldwide, there are about 300 million diabetics, and the incidence is rising. If this trend continues, then we're going to have one in three people with diabetes by 2020, and maybe more in this country. So it is very important that we teach the patient how to prevent improve or reverse diabetes and other chronic diseases. It is very alarming that we're now seeing type 2 diabetes in children. A couple months ago, I had a young child, age 12, in my office with diabetes. Now, I'm an, I'm an internist. But because I emphasize lifestyle medicine, I sometimes see children. Age 12, last week I had one age 17 with diabetes. The child was about 300 pounds. She was already on four medications, two for diabetes and two for blood pressure. Now, what do you think I did? Of course, I did not prescribe another pill because that will not solve the problem. The problem is that we need to educate. We are Seventh-day Adventist physicians, and we do have the health message. But what are we actually doing with the message that we have? If this trend continues, then the lifespan of our children will be much less than us, the parents. So it is urgent that we do something about diabetes. Let us look at some of the complications of diabetes. Now, we all know that one of the main causes of chronic renal failure is diabetes. 44% of all new cases of renal failure per year is attributed to diabetes. And we have almost 50,000 um, Americans each year on dialysis as a result of diabetes. What about amputation of legs? Diabetics are the most common. It is believed that diabetes kills more people per year than breast cancer and AIDS combined. It is also believed that a diabetic has a shorter lifespan than someone the same age without diabetes. Diabetes and heart disease, we know the correlation there. And therefore, as primary care physician, 
If a patient has diabetes, how do we treat the patient? We treat the patient as if that patient also had heart disease. We start the, we start the statin, we start the aspirin, and we treat the patient as if the patient has heart disease because of the significant risk factor for heart disease. So if we treat diabetes, we tend to reverse diabetes, we're also treating or reversing or preventing other chronic diseases. Diabetes kills over 230,000 deaths per year is attributed to diabetes in this country. So diabetes is a disease that we need to stop. How do we stop diabetes? I think by educating the patients. Let's look at the effect that diabetes has on our economy. It is believed that $322 billion spent yearly on diabetes, indirect cost as well as indirect costs. It is also believed that someone who has diabetes, it costs the government 2.3 times to care for this patient than other patients without diabetes. One in every five or four healthcare dollars is spent on patients with diabetes. And of course, the Medicare dollars, one in three. So a lot of our healthcare spending is spent on the treatment of diabetes, caring for the patient with diabetes. So therefore, it is very urgent, very important that we as healthcare providers, we as Seventh-day Adventists, doctors, nurses, do something in reversing this disease. You know, obesity, there is a crisis for obesity. And as you saw in the prior slide, that in the areas in which there is a high incidence of obesity, we also had a high incidence of what? Of diabetes. We need to do something then about obesity. You know, the excessive fat, especially the abdominal fat, lead to changes in the body and the cell that inhibits the proper functioning of insulin. There's insulin resistance, and that's one of the reasons why we have obese patients that are also diabetic. It is believed that if we were to attack obesity, we can actually reverse or treat 90% of patients who are diabetic. So obesity and diabetes, they tend to go along hand in hand. And if we can put a stop to obesity, then we'll do the same with diabetes. So, as Christian healthcare providers, what can we do? You know, our approach should not be to treat the physical problem. But as we know how health is defined, health is defined that it's not merely the absence of physical ailment, but mental, social, and spiritual well-being as well. We need to reach out to the whole man, and we know how to do so. And if we were to do so, we will be positively 
helping our patients. Let's look at some, some of the main factors for diabetes and obesity. One, overeating, poor food choices, lack of physical activity, genetics, and pregnancy. We all know why overeating leads to diabetes. Overeating leads to obesity, obesity leads to insulin resistance, insulin resistance leads to diabetes. You know, studies have shown that the most common risk factor for chronic diseases in this country and in the world is poor food choices. And it is now believed that exercise is medicine. And doctors are now prescribing exercise in order to prevent many chronic diseases. Genetics. I had a patient who walked into my office. He was overweight, a family history of diabetes, heart disease. I began to speak to him about changing his lifestyle. He said to me, doctor, you know, everybody in my family has diabetes, so I'm going to have diabetes. Now, we know that having a family history of diabetes doesn't necessarily mean that one has to get diabetes. But lifestyle can retard the expression of these diseases. So we need to educate our patients. Now, there are many reasons why people overeat. Some people really don't understand portion sizes. Some people are unable to cope with um, you know, negative emotion. They eat for comfort. Some people are addicted to food. And there are other reasons why people overeat. So when we have our patients in the office, we really have to talk to the patient, understand what's happening, and we need to address some of the emotional and psychological issues, which we'll discuss later. Poor food choices. A lot of time, patients just need to be educated. They do not know the difference between sometimes the processed food and fruits. They don't realize that there is a significant difference, and the choice that they make can impact their health for a lifetime. They eat because of stress, anxiety, and depression. They eat because they're broken. And we need to sometimes address the brokenness of our patients. Sometimes they're addicted. Sometimes there is no money to, to purchase the right food. So how do we cope? How do we help our patients cope with negative emotions? Remember that we need to point those patients to Christ. I had a patient one day, we were discussing, you know, lifestyle changes. This patient has diabetes, hypertension, he has arthritis. And I began to speak to the patient about lifestyle. And he came back to me maybe a week later and he said to me, Dr. Cooper, you know what? I was able to follow my diet this week because I prayed. I prayed. It's the transforming power of the Holy Spirit that will sometimes help this patient to understand and follow through on what they need to do for this brokenness that leads them to 
food addiction. A lot of patients, as we mentioned, eat because they are depressed. And as physicians, we need to take the time to sit with these patients, talk to them, understand them, and reach out to them. Because food addiction is a big problem while there is obesity and chronic diseases. I have a friend, Dr. Bryce. I'm stuck with my computer here. Can I get some help here? Let's see. Escape. Escape. Okay. And Dr. Bryce focuses on lifestyle diseases, but he discusses a lot about the mental and the psychological issue, the brokenness of the patient. Because without correcting that or helping the patient to understand, then we might not be able to get that patient to change lifestyle. So we need to understand the psychological effect. And as we know, physical activity is also paramount to good health. It is recommended that the patient should exercise daily, rigorously, for about 30 minutes. It is believed that exercise will increase the insulin sensitivity and therefore help to decrease insulin resistance and decrease the risk of diabetes and will assist in glycemic control. What is the solution then to diabetes, obesity, hypertension, and all these chronic diseases? The, so the solution is lifestyle medicine, but this is not easy. But as the prior speaker spoke, that as Seventh-day Adventists, we have had this health message for many years. And what are we actually doing with this health message? Are we really reaching out to our patients? Are we taking the time to give the extra push that the patient needs? So I was actually asked to tell you what I'm doing in my office. And therefore, let us begin. You know, when God created this earth, we got a diet which was the optimal diet. The diet was based on fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seed. After the flood, we knew what we know what happened. We were allowed to eat certain clean meat, but the optimal diet is fruit, vegetable, plant-based diet. And this is what I focus on in my practice. So most of the talk will now be on what am I doing in my practice to make a lasting effect on the patient that I see there. We're always told to pray with our patients. We know that most of us here probably do pray with our patients. But we can go f a little bit further than just praying with our patients. So educational seminars. I have weekly seminars, monthly seminars, 
depending on the situation. So I work with churches, for example. I collaborate with a local church pastor, and I do eight weeks or 12 weeks health seminars with the pastor, once a week for 12 or eight weeks. Then the pastor will follow that up with an evangelistic series. Last year, we were able to baptize about five people from these seminars. Five people. And all of that, these patients change your lifestyle. They saw benefit in weight loss, better glucose control, and better stress management. I also have community involvement. I have a once a month wellness seminar in the community in which I discuss reversing diabetes or food that heals or preventing cancer. We have a lot of patients that go to these seminars. The seminars are advertised on the radio or in the local paper and many patients come along there and they're learning how to do so. We have walk in the park once a week. Patients come along and learn how to exercise. And of course, in the office, I separate out the high-risk patients, those with diabetes, high cholesterol, heart disease, and I put them in a track that I call the wellness track. They meet once a week. We have a team of people that work with these patients. Dietitian, someone with exercise to facilitate exercise, and a chaplain. And we not only they're given a um, a meal plan, plant based, and um, there is the coaching once a week, and also we emphasize the um, the spiritual aspects, studying the Bible. What does the Bible say about? health. And from that we have one baptism. Okay. We also use Dr. Nedley's um, depression uh, program. And um, patients are doing very well with this. Now these are pictures from the educational seminars in which we're meeting in different uh, locations, sharing the health message, showing patients how to reverse their diabetes, and we're having significant success. I just want you to watch this for five minutes. Cooper Internal Medicine through Cooper Wellness Center is positively changing lives in the Rio Grande Valley using a holistic medicine approach and providing health care to its patients. Cooper Wellness Center provides a team of compassionate, well-trained staff that intimately work with each patient, thus allowing the patient to achieve his or her health care goal. One special feature of the Wellness Center is weekly spiritual healing classes where patients are exposed to what the Bible teaches about health. The facility features a fitness room, conference room, area for cooking demonstration, consultation room, hydrotherapy and massage areas, Patients who have or are at risk for chronic or lifestyle diseases are encouraged to enroll in the various wellness programs. 
Here, they are taught how to improve, prevent, or reverse these diseases through lifestyle changes. The programs at Cooper Wellness Center focus not only on patients' physical health, but also on the patient's mental, social, and spiritual well-being. The goal is for the patients to live well and live long, thus to enjoy abundant life. Cooper Wellness Center has positioned itself as a leader in disease prevention and health management for patients through its approach in promoting physical, mental, social, and spiritual well-being. So you notice that I have an outpatient wellness center. Patients are doing significantly well at the center. At the center, I work with a chaplain, I work with a, a, um, a dietitian, and exercise physiologist. Patients are seen once a week or twice a week. They sit with the educator. They also sit with the chaplain. And I have some basic statistics for you. From 228 patients that I'm reporting, there were 137 patients who lost weight from 5 pounds to 80 pounds between 5 to 12 weeks. 120 patients decreased their total cholesterol significantly, 10 to 30%. The same with the LDL from 15 to 30 percent. 116 patients lowered their blood pressure. We have many patients who are actually getting off medications, patients that are now teaching their families to do the same. I have a patient, he's uh, 25 years old, the son of a nurse, came to the office. This patient weighed about 100, 390 pounds, 400 pounds. When they walked into the office, the mother felt badly because she's a nurse. His A1C was 14. The sugars were over 300. He entered. He changed his lifestyle. He lost 90 pounds and counting. His A1C right now is 5.1. 77-year-old lady walked into the office with her cane, weighing 290 pounds, high blood pressure, diabetes, arthritis, depression. She came, she went through the 12-week program of the office. She does no longer use her cane. She's off medication for diabetes, A1C 5.3. She's very happy. She lost 50 pounds. Deaf patients, she came in could hardly understand the program. She lost 80 pounds just going through a program there. Now she's sending all of her deaf friends with her. Let's look at her diabetes numbers. Now, many of her patients are no longer on medication. I didn't put their stats there. But just look, patient with an A1C of 14, and after being in the program for 12 weeks, A1C now down to 7.7, 9.2, down to 7.9, 6 5 5 .9, 10.3, down to 7.4, A1C of 11, down to 8, look at the other one, A1C of 14, down to 6.3. 
we have significant improvement in their overall health now that I am emphasizing lifestyle medicine. Prior to that, I was just managing diseases. Now I'm very happy because patients are doing so well now that I've embraced the holistic approach to medicine. And that's one of the reasons why I was asked to present, because I want you to leave here becoming medical missionaries. Now, I use a lot of different um, resources in my office. I use resources from Life and Health, from well sources. Um, I use the Radiant Life, many different resources. And I was brave enough, actually, to start a TV show that is called Get Health with Dr. Cooper. And I'm going to give you a short demo from the program. Because of my eagerness to reach the entire community, because of the, the patients are doing so well in reversing their disease, I went forward, stepped out of my comfort zone, and stepped into media for, you to, for me then to have a broader base. Now, there's so many patients or community people that are coming to me and say, hey, Dr. Cooper, um, I've lost weight. My sugars are better just because of the fact that I'm emphasizing lifestyle medicine. You can do the same. I had a, um, a drug representative, pharmaceutical rep, came into the office and he said to me, Dr. Cooper, I took up your magazine and I lost 50 pounds. My daughter is three years old, and she's asking me for kale. We can do the same. We just need to step out of our comfort zone and realize that we are here to help patients enjoy life, an abundant life. There are other um, healthy initiatives that we're working on right now. One is um, starting a pharmacy in which the idea is to collaborate with the local uh, farmer's market. The idea is to give patients prescription to collect fruits and vegetables. We're also working on shop with the dog in which we're going to take the patient to one of the local um, supermarkets and show them how to shop, what to eat, and how to read the labels. There's so many things you can do as a healthcare provider, a Seventh-day Adventist healthcare provider who understands the health message. We should no longer depend on just prescribing the drug, but we should teach the patients how to live, how to change lifestyle, and get back to God's original diet. Now, a lot of the work that I'm doing, I'm doing under a nonprofit organization in which we not only reach out to the local community, but also to the international community. Please don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone because we're called to help our brothers and our sisters. A year ago, I realized there was a need to emphasize spiritual health in my office. And I developed a set of Bible study guides that I, I title My Health and the Creator. The pa there are a 
It's a set of eight studies, and we use these in the wellness center with our patients. They're asked if they want to join the Bible study guide, they're free to join. And many patients stay, and they listen and learn. I took these guides to a general conference, and a church in the Caribbean bought 440 sets. And their first studies, they did 137 community members came through on a mega graduation going through these study guides. We should not hesitate to step out of our comfort zone. Whatever we are called to do, let's go ahead and do that. Because we are not only physicians, but we're ministers and we're medical missionaries. And we should bring our patients to the cross. We are going to help the patient prolong life, but life everlasting. And God is going to give us the opportunity to do so. I am going to show you a little bit on the uh, TV program that I have developed. And then we're going to talk. Get healthy with Dr. Cooper. Hello, this is Dr. Cooper Darfrey. Welcome to Get Healthy with Dr. Cooper. Our topic today is eating your way to good health, getting rid of hypertension without medication. The incidence of diabetes is on the rise. Have you heard of the sunshine vitamin? Could there be a connection between the mind, the body, and our health? This program is designed to educate you, the viewer, in how to develop and maintain a healthier lifestyle. Get healthy with Dr. Cooper arises from a personal initiative of Dr. Donna Cooper Dockery with the sole objective of serving as a source of information to transform lives and improve the health of the community. I lost 20 pounds and lowered one of my blood pressure medicines just by following the diet outline. That it's possible to do, you know, it takes a lot of effort to change eating habits, but it works. I am no longer stressed out, I'm not depressed. And I am starting on my diet, I'm eating well, I'm able to sleep, I'm happier. Fortunately, I was able to reverse the diabetes, so I'm not taking any pills at all. You said reverse, is it really possible to reverse diabetes? Yes, it is, believe it or not, that is by eating healthier and also exercising. Collaboration of our colleagues has been fundamental in the success of the show, offering professional information from the medical branch to which they belong. When we drink water, we actually contribute to the perfusion of our fiber. The kidneys plays a big role in controlling blood pressure. As you gain weight, you put more strength to your body, so you put more strength to your pancreas. There are good carbs, and there are carbs that are not so good. With the knowledge of the most common diseases affecting our population, like diabetes, hypertension, and heart disease are preventable. A healthy cuisine segment has been designed to support this assertion. So we have the brown rice that supply carbohydrates. Instead of using eggs, we can make tofu tacos. For a healthy diet, you need to have six to 10 servings of fruits and vegetables a day. 
if you're considering changing to a plant-based diet, there's a very simple recipe that you can make. So we have the brown rice that supplies carbohydrates, healthy carbs, with or fiber. This is the perfect recipe for maintaining a healthy weight. It has just about everything here. Hummus that is used as a spread or a dip. Very delicious. And we have the very good fat, which is the avocado, and there is no cholesterol here. So Maribel, I recommend this to anyone who wants to live a happy, healthy, and longer life. A sedentary lifestyle does not allow the healthy evolution of our body, our mind, and human development. Thereby, we also integrate an exercise routine segment that can be easily done at home as part of our purpose. The program promotes evidence-based medicine through its very informative weekly health news segment. According to the chief researchers, the common risk factor for heart disease, scientists have concluded that the consumption of fruits and vegetables may reduce mortality and death. That has been our health news for today. Although change in lifestyle is not easy, Get Healthy has significantly impacted the public's opinion through its transmission in South Texas. Hello, my name is Nora Taglicano, and um, I am with KTBT4. We are a CBS affiliate um, here in the Rio Grande Valley. Um, Get Healthy with Dr. Cooper has been a great success at our station. She um, really shows that she cares for her patients and she wants them to be healthy and be fit. Um, so she's created this program that she um, brings in different people that teach them how to exercise, how to eat healthy and stuff. Um, it is great for the community. Um, you know, people are coming in, they're, they're listening, they're watching, and um, wanting to be healthy. I work for KFXB Fox 2, which is part of Entrevision, a leading media company with over 53 TV stations in the United States. We have a wide coverage in South Texas, and we air the independent program, Get Healthy with Dr. Cooper. This show really educates our community, and our audience response has been great. We recognize the professionalism and the quality of the show as it promotes healthier eating habits and a change in our mentality for a healthier and longer life. Convinced about the urgency to expand the availability of information for a healthy lifestyle, Dr. Donna Cooper Dockery not only focuses in audiovisual media, but goes a step further by offering printed literature material titled Spiritual Health Lesson Studies. Spiritual renewal and faith is paramount to good health. For this reason, at the end of the program, we reflect on the facts we have learned and emphasize that there is hope and healing in the divine. Positive thoughts such as hope, forgiveness, love, and peace are from God. Our Heavenly Father wants us to have good health and a long life. Get Healthy is designed to educate, inspire, and empower the viewers on how to embrace simple lifestyle changes that will help prevent, improve, or reverse chronic diseases as they continue on their quest towards a long, happier, healthier, and more abundant life. The goal of Get Healthy with Dr. Cooper is to positively change lives locally, nationally, and internationally. My commitment as a healthcare provider is to change the lives of my patients by addressing the root causes of chronic diseases. Get Healthy allows me to educate and guide each of my viewers to a better quality lifestyle that will promote an abundant life. I therefore suggest 
that you share what you've learned today and thus promote healthy lifestyles. Change lifestyle and gain health. The idea for presenting this is for you to see that you're called for a peculiar job. You're called to be a healthcare provider. But you know, as healthcare providers, the patients, they open up everything to us. We have the opportunity to reach out to them, not only to provide care for their physical ailments, but also to reach beyond that mental, social, and psychological. We are called to lead them to the cross. And, you know, over the last few years, I'm, I'm the happiest in my profession because I've moved away from traditional medicine and I'm going beyond. I am teaching the patients how they can actually change your health destiny. I'm teaching them to understand the process of their disease, how to prevent the disease, how to improve and how to cure, how to get them off medication. In the past, I would increase the dose of their diabetes pill, or increase or add a second pill, a third pill for blood pressure. I don't do that anymore. I teach them what to eat, how to decrease salt, how to decrease the intake of fat, animal products, and how to exercise. I teach them how to pray. I pray with the patients. I give them literature. I send them to watch you know, audiovisual or CDs. And the idea is to help them to gain life here, but most importantly, life thereafter. And I want to challenge you to do the same. You don't have to do all of this, but there's something you can take back. The objectives of this um, presentation is not to tell you about the, the, the science and the pathology of chronic diseases, but for you to see how you can play a significant role in helping your patient gain life and life after. Do you have any question? I know the presentation is short. Question. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, the price, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's a very, yes. you repeat the question so that the neighbors can pick it up? Okay, she says she does the same thing at her office, but she sees exercise equipment and highly trained staff. How do I um, finance this effort? Honestly, I see this as missionary work, okay? The insurance will pay for the face-to-face. -face. So the patients are in the office on a weekly basis to see the doctor and to see everybody else. The doctor or the provider will sit with the patient. That visit is paid. Everything else is just additional. But if you have the volume, if you really do good work, Patients will be coming off the street to you, and the volume will offset some of the extra that you are putting into financing the program. Okay, yes. But if you're seeing enough patients, where do you have the time to make all those extra? 
Okay, I have a team. Okay, you want to know how do I give the extra? So it's a team approach. I have an educator as a master's in public health. I have um, two other staff, one that does cooking demonstration every week with the patients, another one that will sit with the patient to give them their exercise program for the week. And the patients are allowed to use our gym in the office. Okay. Does that cost extra to use the gym in the office? Yes. We charge $35 per month. It's a simple gym fee that they can pay. We also ask, for example, if the patient has the financial ability to pay, we charge extra for the program. So I'll make a package, okay? You can afford this, then this is what you're going to pay for the wellness program, this amount of money. If they can't afford it, I will give them for whatever they can afford. So there is a price of the wellness package, apart from the face-to-face -face with a doctor. Okay? Question? And how often do you see patients during the program? How often? Once a week for 8 or 12 weeks. Then once per two weeks, then once a month, and then maybe every three months, depending on how well they're doing. Question? Do their co-pays apply every week? Their co-pays can apply. But if you give a package, a cost for the package, then the co-pays is included in this cost. So you're not going to be paying every week. They pay up front, you mean? They pay up front, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, Medicaid patient. You have to, if you, I have a separate charge for Medicaid patients, a separate charge for Medicare patients, and a separate cost for the commercial insurance patients. Mm -hmm. Yes? Um, what CPT codes are you using? I only use simple CPT code level 3 or level 4, depending on the time I've spent with the patient. Yes. And I might do an extended visit if I did extended counseling time, okay? Doctors face-to-face -face um, visit, yes. Mm -hmm. Any other question? Yes. I have a Blue Shield case manager who's my patient. Uh-huh. Right, and Medicare has a program for patients with a BMI of over 30 in which you can see the patient once a week for four weeks, then once a two weeks for six months, five months in addition. So there's six months total. So if it's a Medicare patient, you can bill for the extra time you're spending for obesity counseling. But you have to also see this as missionary work. We cannot necessarily put a dollar figure to everything you're doing. Okay? This is something you're doing extra for the patients that need this extra um, lifestyle changes. Okay? Anything else? 
Don't hesitate to ask your questions. Yes. No. What is that? Um, I honestly haven't never used it, but I know that approximately a year ago, Medicare approved oh, yeah. a new code called Chronic Yeah, CCM. Yes, I take advantage of that just for the Medicare patients. Yes. Mm hmm. Yes. Yes. Hypertension? Okay, in the program, it's titled um, Diabetes and Other Chronic Diseases. Now, if you treat and help the patient reverse their diabetes, what else are you reversing? Heart disease, hypertension, peripheral vascular disease. Yes. Yeah, I have patients with cancer in the program. Patients, for example, I had this patient, cancer of the thyroid, cancer of the breast, diabetes, came to the office on lots of medication, wasn't feeling well. I told her that. I'm going to take you off all your medication, all your diabetes pill today. I put you in a purely plant-based, low-fat diet today. She came back in two weeks feeling better, sugars are well controlled. She went to MD Anderson. MD Anderson was asking her, well, what are you doing differently? You're not the same. So yes, lifestyle dis um, changes not only address diabetes, but so many other um, chronic diseases. One of these patients there that was on the, on the TV program, three-time cancer survival. She came to the office very weak, very fatigued um, and stress. I enrolled her in the program. She changed her diet. Now total vegan. Energy went up. Stress, depression went down. She has her family now, 60% plant-based. I have a young lady. She's healthy, but she has a strong family history of diabetes and hypertension. She wanted to learn how to prevent these diseases. All right, so she sat with me and she said, my children are young, but I don't want to expose them to the chronic disease. What do you suggest? So I suggested that she, start, she should start simple by just introducing um, a salad with their meals. First day she put the salad on the, on the table, the, the youngest child refused to eat. So she said, okay, this is our lifestyle. She, she um, <laughs> encouraged the child to eat. Now the family is adjusting. Now she starts to introduce more legumes and peas and nuts and husband is losing weight, the children are happier. It is a challenge, it's not easy. It is not even easy to sustain. But the idea is that we as Seventh-day Adventist physicians who understand health and understand the health message, we have to encourage our patients to live differently. It's not just putting a pill or adding two or three pills, but showing them how to change lifestyle, 
and change their health destiny, not only for themselves, the patient, but also for the, um, the family. Yes, doctor. Five minutes, okay. Ten. Ten, alrighty. Uh, yes, over there. Mm -hmm. Do you have a standard base plan? I do. Well, patient has, she's asking if I have a standard weight plan for all the patients or if it's altered depending on the weight. It, it is altered, okay? But it's, more, it's still plant-based, but it's altered depending on the patient's size the number of calories per day, and the dietitians sometimes work with the patient, especially the ones that are diabetic with very high A1Cs, yes. Mm-hmm, yes. Dr. Pupa, I want to congratulate you for the great work you're doing. I, I know many others in here are doing similar things. Mm -hmm. One of the things that we, I think we have to do is get the word out more. Right. Um, No. I agree. Thank you so much. The other thing, if you're writers, if you can write, don't hesitate to write articles and put a magazine together. You know, we started a magazine called Go Health, and patients have been taking that wherever they see it. And as I mentioned to you, a pharmaceutical rep who picked up one of those magazines, he came to the office one day and he said, I lost. 50 pounds. I said, how did you do that? Oh, I used your magazine. And that was the starter. And my family now has changed your lifestyle. So if you can write, write. If you can speak, speak. If you can make DVD, make DVDs. If you have a local church, partner up with the church pastor and do monthly health seminars. Come together and do health evangelism. But it is hard to just work in your office. And some of you might be employees and you, cannot, you don't have the, the, the liberty to do what I'm doing. So get it out in the community. We must get busy because Christ is coming soon and he wants to know that we are busy spreading the message. So don't hesitate. You might not be a speaker. You might be a writer. Just ask the Lord what is his purpose in your life what does he want you to do and follow his leading and lead patients in your community to the cross that's where you find healing thank you very much this media was brought to you by audioverse a website dedicated to spreading god's word through free sermon audio and much more if you would like to know more about audioverse or if you would like to listen to more sermons please visit www dot audioverse dot org.